everyone. You're listening to AV Club Podcast with Leanne and Elise, where we talk television and other pop culture nonsense. Today is all about Riverdale as we recap episodes 12 and 13. Hi, Leanne. It's been a while. It has. What are you doing? Uh, I'm actually looking at suspenders right now. (laughs) Whoa, for what? (laughs) Just because. Okay, well, that's cool. I'm uh, I'm just chilling talking to you and uh, sitting in my empty room because I'm moving back to Los Angeles tomorrow. Or by the time this is out, I'll probably already be there a couple of days. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, so I'm in Los Angeles now. Yes! Yes, I'm very excited. Yes. Um, yeah, so we have... Two weeks of a Riddle cover. Right, but, you know, just the major, major points. Yeah. Like, who killed Jason Blossom? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, if you aren't caught up in the last two episodes, there are going to be major spoilers, so we're not going to feel bad about talking about it. Uh-uh. So, who killed Jason Blossom, Leanne? Clifford Blossom. Did you see that coming, or what? Um, I kind of did. I saw it. Because they started playing up more. I only really saw it in episode 12 when Cheryl asked, did he find something out? And that's why. Because I was like, oh, if he found Mm. something out, it would make sense why his dad actually killed him. Yeah, that seemed too conveniently placed for me. It was such a throwaway line. I just was like, where would you even get that? Like, what made you jump to that conclusion? Well, her mom said something a while back about Jason. I don't know. She said something about Jason finding out something about the business and he couldn't stomach Hmm. it. Okay. Or at least one of them said that, either Penelope or Clifford. I don't really remember. But Hmm. for for what Riverdale is, I was like, okay, I'll give you that. (laughs) But did you feel like it was a big payoff given that, like, they've built this up for so long? Um, no, not really, because I love the whole idea of, um, a maple syrup business as a drug front. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I love anything like, cause I always come up with stories about all my friends whose parents are rich, but they have no idea what they do. I always just assume they're drug traffickers. So, so I, I love stories like that, but I didn't think it was spelled out enough, I guess, or thought out enough. Yeah, I agree. I definitely didn't. I was like, really? We went through all of this, and that this is what we get? I was like, Ugh, I don't know. I was a little disappointed, but I mean, I think it's fair to say I've been disappointed with a lot of different things, so I'm not that surprised. Yeah, I mean, I will probably watch season two, because it does entertain me, because cinematically, it's like really, really pretty and well done. Um, so I just hope that they renew a lot of the stuff next season especially since it's a full full like catalog or whatever it's called full season yeah (laughs) yeah i i definitely will give it a shot because i do like the characters i just don't like the writing there's a lot about it that's great but the writing's just not cutting it for me Mm -hmm. so i'm really hoping that like expanding it into it's either 22 or 23 episodes and I hope they just work on the character development and make it a little more interesting. I don't know. I mean, I know it works for some people, but this first season, I feel like it's a little bit of a hot mess. Yeah, it was a little bit um, lackluster. 
So in episode 12, Jughead calls his mom and for some... <laughs> do you hear that? I do. Okay, you guys. Let's just appreciate this it's the last siren time. moment. It's the last time you'll have to hear it again. Um, oh, God. I was having such a joyous moment the other day, like enjoying the nice weather that's rare for NYC. And just looking around, I was like, my, I might actually miss this place. And then like mid-thought, like someone lays on their horn and I'm like, nope. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So what I was going to say is Jughead calls his mom in the beginning of episode 12 and it's like dad's in jail. Or I don't know if she he actually tells her, but he basically is calling her for help. And for some reason, she can't help him. I really want to know, like, their family dynamics. It's super confusing. Yeah. I mean, I hope they play up on that, and it just wasn't, like, a, like an add-in to make his life even more miserable than it already is. I mean, if she doesn't come back within the first few episodes of season two, I feel like they're really doing it a disservice because they built it up, and it's super mysterious and unexplained, and I just don't know if I'll care that much, if they put it off much longer. Yeah. You know something that I really liked, though? Um, mm. Was when... I'm, I'm already jumping to episode 13. Um, it's okay. When Jughead goes to Southside High, and it looks like they're gonna mess with him, but then you, he gets along really well, and then at the very end of the season one mm-hmm. finale, when he gets the Southside Serpent jacket... Like, I I really like that. And I think if they do better with the writing next season, it could be a really great story. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I really hope it is. I mean, I think I've said from the beginning, I enjoy it, but I'm critical of it because I think, I just think nothing's perfect. And it takes criticism to make something better not that they're necessarily listening to our podcast but although roberto did say something in an interview that i totally was like he either saw our twitter or something because (laughs) he referenced um he referenced a theory that i came up with like a really long time ago and i kept tweeting it at him and i forget what it was do you know what i'm talking about i only saw your tweet that said um something about him listening to this oh okay so he said at the paley fest interview that his favorite fan theory was dark betty is um polly and betty just has like a double personality or oh yeah, yeah personality yeah, that's right. and he was like i wish we had thought of that and i was like i did i did and i was like oh my god i think he saw my tweet <laughs> um and so i'm really hoping that i don't know He's listening, and he takes some of our advice. <laughs> Unrealistic, but a girl can hope. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. So, so yeah, so Jughead ends up going to the school and apologizing to Cheryl about his dad possibly killing her brother, and she totally slaps him. I like that. That was... You did? Oh. Yeah, I like that. I like the meltdown, okay. and I like how he just takes it. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. We are so opposite. <laughs> I I just, I guess I don't like unnecessary physical violence. 
I mean, um, I I mean, I guess I just understand it from Cheryl's point of view. It's like you don't know how to. She doesn't know how to react, and that's her first. She could throw a drink in his face. Like that's le- far less violent. I don't. But know. it's Cheryl Blossom. I just, yeah, that's why I think she could throw a drink in his face. <laughs> She's very soap opera dramatic. It just didn't feel like Cheryl Blossom to me. I don't know. But, yeah, mm, I yeah, that. I don't know. Those things just always bother me, and it happens a lot in CW shows. Um, but yeah, and then so the basically the gang is like not sold that FP is the one that killed Jason. So they continue to find more evidence to prove his innocence, and they do. And that's when they see the video of Clifford shooting his son. And I want to ask you, so we see the gang's reaction and Veronica is like crying. Yeah. Did you think that was a bit much or did you think it was like good or what? Um, okay. I thought it was great acting, but I didn't understand why she was reacting that way. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the only thing I could possibly think of is like, oh, she's close to her dad. She can never fathom something like this. That or she's afraid for Cheryl. Why is she the only one like freaking out yeah i thought out of all the reactions betty's was the best one for me you calling cheryl yeah well like her she just she's kind of like speechless and you could see it all in her eyes and the first thing she does is call cheryl she does some of that good eye acting she does she does she's very good at that (laughs) yeah she is um and then so betty calls cheryl and it's like get out of the house and Cheryl remains really calm and she's listening to what Betty has to say about her dad and she's like thank you for calling or something and like hangs up and then so and she's like I understand right and so here's here's okay <laughs> this is where the bad writing goes in she walks downstairs and stands by her mother and she's looking at her father and her father's like what is it Cheryl and Cheryl's like you did a bad thing, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, one, I think it's weird to call a dad Daddy if you're, like, over a certain age. It, especially in this context because it seems over-sexualized in the show. And it really weirds me out. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I don't even. I know. just can't help but to laugh about it. It's just so weird. And then they cut to another scene, so we don't really get to see his reaction. But basically, he's busted. They all know. Busted. He killed. Yeah. Full on. <laughs> I just. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, no thoughts. It wasn't my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. I was entertained. But like you said, that's different than it being right, good writing. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm just entertained by a lot of things. Hey, look, I think it's entertaining. I really do. I am right there with you. I see why people have the illusion that they really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> but if they knew anything about writing, I'm just like, it's oh, not that great. But I'm going to keep watching it. And it's because it's amusing. Yeah. And, you know, so people can hate on me for hating on it, but I'm still watching it and I'm still enjoying it just for, just for what it is, but I'm still criticizing it because that's the fun yeah. part for it's me. It's funny. <laughs> um, I was talking to our EIC Dion about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause she, um, she was raving about how much she loved the wardrobe 
the wardrobe and the mm-hmm. looks on Riverdale, which I agree with. I totally agree with that. And then I was like, yeah, I mean, it's like, so, it's so pretty. And like the cinematography is always just really pretty. Like my favorite shot is still, I think, from the pilot when they pan down from the pop sign to the diner. And right. then, but, and then my n- next favorite one is actually from the season finale. And it's when they're running on Sweetwater River in the snow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, we were talking about it and I was like, yeah, no, I mean, wardrobe's great. Hair's great. The cinematography is beautiful. Makeup's great. Especially since they film in Vancouver. I was like, there's just a couple of plot lines that I'm not too thrilled about. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I really do hope that season two comes around and maybe they hire some new writers who have a little more experience because I do know at least one or two of the writers, it was their first show. Yeah. So, I mean, I give them that. Um, Robert or Roberto has done a lot of comics, but I don't think he's ever done a television show. And I do know they hired someone from the writing workshop and I don't know. So, I mean... It has a lot of potential. I keep saying that, and I'll keep saying that <laughs> until it proves me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, and so then after Cheryl says, you did a bad thing, Daddy, which I'll never get over in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I, eventually, we learn that because Clifford has been found out, he's hung himself. That's, uh, ugh, God, that was, I felt like that was such a sucker's way out. I wanted to see him. I don't think he hung himself. You don't think he did? No, I think someone killed him. Oh. Okay. Well, I never thought of that before. Maybe. I totally believe he could have possibly hung himself, but I just really wanted to see him go to jail. And then Cheryl and Veronica have, like, another daddy issue in common. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just think he killed himself because we're talking about this man who is, like, filthy, filthy rich. And, like, that just seems, like, if he, if he really did kill himself, that just seems like a, a cop-out way to get rid of the character and tie everything into a nice bow. Yeah, but a part of me believes it because he's about to face time for not only killing his son, but having this huge drug smuggling thing. But he's, once so again, he he's, in he's filthy rich. You could, like, drug traffickers could totally get away. Like, they, he could fly out of the country. For killing his son, though, and it's on video? I don't think well, so. Well, I'm not saying he's not going to, he, they're going to be like, oh, he's not guilty. I mean, like, he could just use his money to go somewhere else where they can't extradite him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a possibility that they probably didn't consider because it would be crazy if he came back into town later like say they did do that and then he came back into town later and he was like sneaking around but i don't know i guess they didn't think of it yeah but yeah i mean i just i'm not really surprised by it i mean i do think it was an easy way out though they could have made it a lot more interesting that's that's bad writing and because every time you introduce a conflict you want to see it through. That's what makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. And instead of seeing it through, seeing the conversation where Cheryl's like, I know you killed Jason and seeing the mom's reaction and seeing what the dad does after that, which leads to the hanging. Like, yeah, but we don't see where any was of that, all of that. So. Exactly. Yeah. So that would have been interesting to me. Instead, I don't even remember what we cut to. Don't even care. It was probably Archie and the gang, like blah blah it cut, blah. It cut back to it cut back to um, 
Oh no, I'm thinking because they they showed them watching it and then it cut to them mm. watching it again, but us watching the video also. So oh right, right, right. But I think that actually might have been before mm. she said that weird line, so I don't really remember. Yeah, and then so in Cheryl, uh, no, <laughs> I almost said Cheryl in episode thirteen. I don't know. How do you feel about episode 13? Like, are you glad it was there? Do you think they should have ended it at 12? Or, like, what are your thoughts? Because I'm not really sure. Um, I'm actually glad it was there. Um, but the Cheryl line was a little... Cheryl's storyline was a little bit predictable for me because, mm. um... Just because of all the stuff she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh... I don't know. I guess I, I really... I liked it. I liked that it was there because I don't think I would have liked if it ended on 12. Um, oh, Josie came back. Yeah, Josie did And come she back. has new hair. So wherever she went, she got her hair done. <laughs> yeah, it looks good though. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, it does look good. But I'm I think convinced. episode 13 was just basically um, there to set up the relationships and mm-hmm. set up season two, which I don't mind. Because it gives you so much right. to work with for season two, but I don't, I don't know how I felt about it. I mean, I only really liked certain parts of it. Me too. Me too. Um, I think the main thing that happened that's worth discussing, and you can totally add to this if you think there's something else. But Cheryl basically attempts to kill herself oh, because yeah. of basically finding everything out, and now having two dead family members, and she is like she's out on a frozen lake and she's like she's on hammering it right and it's frozen so she's hammering it so she can try to drown herself and like freeze to death and the gang finds her and they're like cheryl no and then she's like slow motion she like falls into the water and the gang runs out onto the ice and um archie is like punching the ice over and over and over again to try to break it which i don't really understand since she fell into an open hole the the current carried her that's what they said oh oh they did say that yeah in the jughead, show or? yeah jughead says the current swept her spread out so oh, okay well that makes a lot more sense because i was like wait so why so and here's the crazy part so eventually she's saved <laughs> surprise the crazy part is, is like KJ Appa actually broke his hand in that scene in real life. Yeah, he did because he he actually hit it. Um, I can't I, believe that. That's commitment. Yeah, no, I read the I read the interview with Roberto, and he said that when they were filming that scene beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, someone called him. I forget who it was. Whoever was on site called him and said that they were filming that scene today, and then he said to them. Please be sure to watch KJ because he's a very method actor, so he might actually break his hand. Please make sure he doesn't. And sure enough, he broke his wrist. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think they have some really committed actors. I think they need to work on using them well and giving them good lines to work with because they do, like, we see Camilla's capable of good acting. We see yeah. Lily's capable of good acting. And here we see KJ. You know, it's but just this a scene, matter of... There was, like, no lines in this scene. The part where he's right. breaking the ice, just like few mm-hmm. and scarce lines. And this was probably the best scene for me because it was good acting mm-hmm. and it was believable for the exactly. for the story of the where they were going. 
Yeah, and I think it really showed Archie as the hero as he's sometimes depicted in the comics. Like, not necessarily often, but Archie is number one and always has been. And here he, he lives up to that, you know? Yeah. So I have a question for you. Okay. Okay, so we know that Cheryl had a brief interest in Archie in the past. Do you think now that he has saved her life, she might be more smitten with him and that might be a complicated plot line to bring up later? Um, I think you could do really well with that, but I feel like... I don't know if they're actually going to do it, though. Yeah, but I feel like Cheryl's got so much going on with burning down Thornhill that I think they have (gasps) the potential to make a really great storyline with her kind of like losing it and trying to rebuild everything. I loved that scene, the shot where... Cheryl's standing against the fire, and then her mom's like, what's that smell, gasoline? Or I don't know, something like that. And Cheryl has, like, poured gasoline everywhere, and she's about to burn the house down, and she does. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is great. But my question still stands. Did she get Grandma Blossom out of the house? Yeah, that's really important, and it's not a dress. Because you see Thornhill burning down. And you see Cheryl mm-hmm. with this kind of small smirk on her face. And Penelope's flipping out. And, like, there's even the part where she kind of hits Cheryl but doesn't really. And then Cheryl's hair just goes flying up. And I was like, ooh, that's a good shot. But then I was like, wait, where's Grandma Blossom? I'm betting if they even choose to ever address that at all, which I don't know if they will, I would bet their reason would be when the Blossoms came into town for that syrup tapping uh, tradition. I bet she, like, went back with another relative or something. I mean, that's the only thing that could possibly be an option, right? Yeah. Or unless she was at bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma Blossom playing bingo. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of hoping for, like, a Betty-Cheryl team-up now that... They're both blossoms. <laughs> oh, yeah. We totally forgot to talk about that. Yeah. How did... Oh, my God. Okay. So, it's revealed that Jason and Polly are cousins and they are <laughs> having a baby together. Oh, really? I wasn't buying it. I... Uh... Well, I remember when we were talking about it a while ago, I was like, mm-hmm. I hope there's some crazy, like incest story but you're like i don't think that's gonna go that way and i was like i think that would just like screw things up tremendously i don't think i ever said it's not going to go that way but you said you weren't sure that's what you said i know that i didn't want it to (laughs) um but i knew the show was fully capable of that and i'm I'm, i don't know why i'm surprised they did that uh, yeah, I, I just, was like uh, I just feel like it's such lazy writing, and I'm gonna keep saying it. And I don't care who it annoys. I feel like they could have been more creative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I saw that tweet after the episode. It was like uh, the guy was like Riverdale, and then it's like you're a blossom, you're a blossom, everybody's a blossom, <laughs> and it had the Oprah. Like Oprah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I really wouldn't be surprised, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I hope there's some 
badass team up with that. That could be interesting. But I'd imagine they lose all their money now because it's a big drug front, so. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, where they live and how they cope afterwards. They have to touch on these things. There's no way they can't. Uh, oh, you yeah. mentioned something that we totally haven't talked about yet. Oh, so I'm really excited about this. One of my fan theories is coming into fruition. We have an acknowledgement that Alice Cooper has a son. Right. And as you all know, I gave my fan theory quite a while ago that I think FP... And you think it's Joaquin. Right. Because you think it's with FP, right? I think FP and Joaquin total... Or (laughs) not. (laughs) I was going to say FP and Joaquin have a son. No. Alice and FP have a son. And yeah, I totally think it could be Joaquin. And the actor, Rob Rocco, or whatever his name is on Twitter, he's totally playing with fire because he's liking all of the statuses that say that they think he's the son and it was never announced that the kid was fp and alice it was just announced that alice has a baby son and then he wrote on his twitter fp plus alice equals question mark yeah so he is definitely dropping some potential spoilers i'm not sure why he got away with posting that Probably because, well, I mean, not saying it's not real, because you never right. know with the show. I just find it interesting how if Alice is trying to be all honest with Betty, and she says that she has a son, why doesn't she just tell her if it's with FP? Maybe she doesn't like, know. she seems so broken at that point. But she might not know. How would you not know? Because all your children turn out blonde, and then you get this dark-haired, dark-eyed well, baby. Well, she gave it There's up for adoption. How does she, like... You don't know a child's eye color until, like, after a couple of months. And babies sometimes come out bald. Like, there's no way if she gave the baby up right after she had it and put it up for adoption that she would know. Okay, I'll give it that. Yeah. So it's, like, very, very possible that she doesn't know. So, I mean, it could be that, like, she had the baby and she was like, I didn't know whose it was and that's what scared me the most and then you know she gave it up for adoption so she never did a dna test like i totally see how that could happen is it ever confirmed how old joaquin is no but he's never in high school so it's just kind of assumed that he's older and he's in he's in the bar and like a biker game yeah okay but you know what if it's not him that's totally okay too but i just like the fact that i called it and i was like she has a son (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, let's. And there was no Sabrina. There was talk no. that she might come up in the finale, but I guess that was just a really unfortunate rumor. There would be way too much if they did mm-hmm. that, and it wouldn't give it justice for what everybody wanted. Sure, sure, sure. So I hope she pops up eventually. But... Yeah, yeah. Dove Cameron wrote. On her Twitter, I'm really excited about, like, an upcoming project, and I can't wait to tell you about it, but I can't right now, and I'm like, oh my god, I hope it's fucking Riverdale. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I guess. Oh, and did you see they replaced uh, Reggie already? Yeah, I saw they replaced him with Charles Melton. He, I used to follow Mm. him. I forget where I followed him on. One of the social medias. 
probably. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Instagram, and then when I looked it up, because I knew who he was, I was like, oh. Then when I went on Instagram, um, I guess I wasn't following that, or I just unfollowed him, because I don't know why. I think that's <laughs> a pretty good replacement. Like, I don't know anything about him, but... He was on American Horror Story. Right, right, right. I did see some screenshots of that. Okay. Um, I don't, He was in Hotel, but I didn't watch that season for mm-hmm. certain reasons. <laughs> certain reasons. Okay. Well, there were. There, it was just. I don't like. I don't like rape scenes, and mm. there were just too many in that mm. season. So. Yeah, I never I got past season two, but I keep hearing the witch up the coven is really really good, and I'm thinking maybe I should just watch that season. Oh, yeah, coven's the best one. Nice, nice, at nice, least for nice. Me. So now that we are at the end of Riverdale, um, you know, I was thinking about what future episodes might hold, and I think we could do like I don't know if this would be a good idea, but. Things are up in the air, and I'm thinking we could possibly do, like, a, a episode all on Supergirl and recap, like, catch up, ca- recap the last few, um, and then we can do, like, a Flash episode and a DC Legends episode and the Flash. Yeah, I mean, I know you love the Flash. So, I don't know. I, do. I just caught up on Supergirls, and I'm, like, pretty stoked to see where it's going, so... <sighs> that would just, I think that would I be haven't fun. seen any of the episodes since the musical. Okay. You're in for a wild ride. Yeah, and I I mean, but I've seen a bunch of stuff with Lena Luthor, mm. and I was like, this is like queer baiting to the max. Yeah, <laughs> that's confusing to me because I'm all caught up, and I wasn't really sure where that came from because I don't feel like they've done anything in the show that confirms like any of this it gets really weird yeah i have to watch it yeah but but yeah so like that's a possibility i mean we can talk more about it over coffee in person Um, oh and then um mm -hmm. fosters comes back on june 5th oh snap that's exciting i'm ready i'm ready for more fosters so yeah like maybe we can make an outline and but anyway yeah so i mean that's all I have, though. Do you know anything about, like, entertainment news? Anything happening? Let me think. Let me think. No. I mean, the only thing that I could think of, even though I know we're, we're like, exhausted about talking about it, even though we only talked about it a little bit, mm-hmm. one episode oh. was, I saw the thing for 13 Reasons Why. Season 2. About what what they're doing for season two and then well, I, didn't I was read actually reading they were this one episode two. I just saw they were having a season two um oh yeah no they're they decided they were going to address a couple things and people are hoping that they handle it better mm-hmm. like like um Hannah's the main narrator of season one even though it's shown from Clay's perspective mm-hmm. but I guess it's going to be everybody's everybody's the narrator now about all of this a part of me wants to watch it because it's like a train wreck and you don't want to look away and a part of me is like i'm totally gonna watch it (laughs) we'll see we'll see i mean i don't know i just realized i was recording um and i had my phone kind of far away so i'm afraid that it'll sound super far away for a few minutes so sorry guys but yeah i'm that's about it. I mean, I don't know if I have anything else going on. No. 
But maybe... No, I can't think of anything. Yeah. I saw... The only thing that I saw that I was super excited about is that they're coming out with a horror movie in the fall called Leatherface. Oh, God. I hate horror, so that sounds terrifying and awful. (laughs) I love horror films, and I'm so excited because it's how... It's the prequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, God. Well, have fun. (laughs) I am (laughs) so not going to see that. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, it looks... Yeah. It looks good. And so does that new Jennifer Lawrence movie. Um, She has a... Mother. Oh, I haven't seen the previews from that one. Uh, They they haven't had any previews. They just released the poster today, and it's, like, creepy as fuck. Oh, wait. Is it a scary (laughs) movie? Because I love her, but I don't want to see her in a scary movie. Yeah, it is. (sighs) Because you should just look up the poster. Okay, I will. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, and then there's a new, like, Anne of Green Gables. Are you going to watch that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't really have a big interest in it, but I guess if, like... I mean, I haven't heard good things about it either. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But anywho, yeah, I feel like there's not a lot going on in entertainment news right now. Nothing's that exciting. Yeah, probably because everything's wrapping wrapping up and most shows are on hiatus. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it's going to start picking up back in, like, mid-July. Mm, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, I have a question for you. I know you don't watch this show, but would you be willing to watch The Bachelorette with me? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm asking a lot. I'm testing our friendship. (laughs) Like, what what do you mean watch it with you? Well, you don't have to, like, come to my house, but, like, watch it and then, like, talk about it with me. At least, like, the first episode where she meets all the guys. Okay. Yeah. I know. I'll do something for you as long as it's not scary. <laughs> Seriously, because that would not be nice. <laughs> okay. Like, I understand watching The Bachelor might be a form of torture to you, but whores hold on to their level. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it. Okay. Now, my curtain is, like, banging against the wall, so maybe that's a signal that we should wrap this up. Yeah, because I'm also hungry. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this has been AV Club Podcast with Lee and Elise. Amen. Bye.